0: Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, March 3rd. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. More than a decade after Oregon lawmakers clamped down on wining and dining with lobbyists, they're considering easing those limits. The legislature passed Senate Bill 10 in 2007 after members were embarrassed by reports in The Oregonian on how beer and wine distributors paid for legislators to travel to Hawaii. The law bars legislators and other public officials from accepting more than $50 per year from any entity that wants to influence a government decision. Senator Fred Girard, a Lions Republican, who is the chief sponsor of Senate Bill 463, said during a hearing last month that scrapping the limit would help nurture the types of relationships lawmakers need in the Capitol because people are better able to connect when they're sharing a meal or drinks. The proposal got a warm welcome from his Democratic colleagues on the Senate Rules Committee. Senator Ginny Burdick said the current rules were meant to address egregious circumstances, but added that the fix may have gone too far. State public health officials on Tuesday announced Oregon's first case of a variant form of coronavirus originally detected in Brazil. The Douglas County patient had traveled prior to testing positive, according to the Oregon Health Authority. The Brazilian variant was first detected in people traveling from Brazil to Japan in January. It appears to be more contagious and has reinfected people previously immune from having contracted the original virus. Transmission of COVID-19 overall appears to have slowed in Oregon after spikes in December and January, but new variants have experts worried that infections could surge as states ease up up on public gathering restrictions. Five Democrats in the Oregon legislature have filed a bill that would dramatically increase the state's minimum wage from as low as $11.50 an hour in some places to $17 an hour statewide. That works out to a little more than $35,000 a year for someone working 40 hours a week beginning next year. The bill would do away with existing regional differences in Oregon's minimum wage that were created to insulate businesses from higher expenses in rural areas where the cost of living is lower. Although the proposed minimum wage hike has five co-sponsors. They are all in their first year in the legislature, and Democratic leaders have not listed the bill among their priorities. That probably means it has little chance of passing, especially if Republicans were to threaten another walkout to block it. Just one in 15 Oregon jobs pay the minimum wage, according to the latest state data. The hourly minimum goes up every year under provisions of a bill passed in 2016, rising to $14 an hour this summer in the Portland area, and less in other parts of the state. During hearings last week, a parade of logging industry lobbyists warned lawmakers not to follow through on efforts to reinstate previously slashed timber taxes. An investigation published last year by Oregon Public Broadcasting, The Oregonian and Oregon Live, and ProPublica found that timber companies benefited from the tax cuts at the expense of rural counties struggling to provide basic government services. Those counties have lost an estimated $3 billion over the years to the tax cuts. Industry lobbyists told lawmakers that. the timing is wrong because the COVID-19 pandemic and wildfires have hurt the industry. What they didn't say is that lumber prices are at record highs. Demand for lumber and the accompanying high prices have helped boost stock prices and profits for some of Oregon's biggest timber companies. Some timber firms have struggled over the last year. Small-scale timber owners who lost most of their timber in last year's wildfires suffered major financial hits, according to industry experts. Others lost valuable equipment. The Oregon Brewers Festival has been canceled for the second consecutive year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Art Lawrence, who founded the festival in 1988, said that even with virus numbers dropping and vaccines becoming more available, there isn't time to get the event organized. Portland's signature gathering of craft breweries has become one of the largest on the West Coast, attracting over 50,000 attendees annually in a normal year. Another major event for the region, the Portland International Film Festival, has announced it will be totally reimagined for the coronavirus age, with virtual screenings and drive-in shows. The 2020 Film Festival was held in March, just before venues and gatherings shut down in response to the pandemic. Join the Oregonian on Facebook Thursday for the first in a series of live interviews and performances featuring Pacific Northwest musicians. Isabel Zacharias will perform at 5 p.m., a writer, musician, and radio DJ from Kansas. Zacharias's solo work situates itself between lyric-driven folk and cassio bedroom pop. She also performs as a member of the band Baby Tooth, whose first EP, That Away, was released last year. Find us on Facebook at facebookcom theoregonian. Thanks for listening. Find more news at oregonlive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at oregonlive.com/podsupport.